It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The new refined seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. And Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Rourke bowls full, Green smashes it down the ground and lands just safe at the mid-on and he starts with a four. Rourke bowls to him, Green at the wide ball, clouts it out through the offside and he'll beat wide, extra cover and get the boundary to go to 99. And Cam Green with two balls to go in the day's play is on 99. Rourke bowls to him, Green cuts, that's goal for Cam Green. He cuts the boundary and brings up his century for this day, for this test, but for the future. This is the coming of age innings. Yeah, it's a fantastic performance by Cameron Green. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years, and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Great news today regarding Cameron Green. He remains there, not out, uh, and will be there when day two gets underway tomorrow in Wellington in New Zealand. He's 103, not out. He's faced 155 balls and he has hit 16 fours in what has been a very good knock, considering uh, he came in when Marnus Labashain was dismissed for only one. It was two for 65 at that stage. Then he saw Kawaja go three for 88. And when Travis Head went for one, the Aussies in a little bit of trouble at four for 89. Uh, Mitch Marsh came to the crease at number six. Uh, he steadied the ship. He made 40. Uh, before he was gone, and by that time, Australia had made 156. Uh, Cameron Green came in at the fall of the second wicket and remains not out, with only Josh Hazelwood, uh, who's yet to face a ball, will come to the crease tomorrow. So a great performance by Australia. They finish in the end after being sent into bat on a bit of a green top at nine for 279. Nine for 279. Smith made 31. Kawaja 33. As I mentioned, Mitch Marsh 40. And the others didn't get going. Manus Labashane, the acid's on him now. He only made one. Travis Head coming in at number five only made one. Mitchell Stark uh, at the top of the bowlers. He made nine. Pat Cummins, 16. And by the way, wicketkeeper batsman Alex Carey at number seven made 10. Nathan Lyon was dismissed just before stumps for five. So for the new refined seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer, uh, opinions that inspire. My opinion is 
leave Cam Green alone now because I know there's been a lot in the eastern states, again, targeting Cameron Green. And there's even been some self-doubters around Perth, around Western Australia, sensing, is this kid the real thing? He's going to be a late maturer. He's going to be a late mature. I think Cam Green's only about 24 years of age at the moment. And when you look at Usman Khawaja, who's in his mid-30s, Steve Smith in his mid-30s at the top of the Australian batting order, he's got plenty of time, Cam Green, in to develop what could be a very exciting all-rounder, batting at number four and, of course, uh, being bold at strategic times uh, for Australia in test matches. Congratulations to him. That was a terrific knock. It wasn't easy out there early. And to get through the whole day, 103 not out, showed a maturity. And as we've always said, there's never been any problems in doubting Cam's Green's ability from what we've seen with WA at Sheffield Shield level. It was more a case of whether he could do it at the next level and being consistent at the next level. And I think today in his second test century, he showed just that. So uh, well done to Cameron Green. That was a great knock today. And this is what he said, actually, after today's play. Cameron Green. Cameron, a second test match, 100. How does that feel? Yeah, obviously feels really good. Um, I think mainly um, just for where we are with the team. Um, obviously, it was a pretty tough wicket out there. Um, and I felt like the boys played pretty well. And just one of those days. And I think someone just needed to bat through. So, yeah, I was glad it was me. It wasn't an easy day with the bat. There was plenty of help for the bowlers right throughout the day, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, and I sort of felt like in the probably the 20th over, it started to come back even more um, than probably maybe the first 20. So... Um, yeah, it was nice to kind of stick it, um, stick out there and, um, yeah, hopefully put a semi-competitive title on the board. Yourself and Mitch Marsh put together a nice partnership and that just steadied the ship for a while? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I was finding it quite tough out there and I'm pretty happy. Um, I kind of know how Mitch is going to play. Um, I've obviously played quite a lot of times with each other in, uh, in uh, Western Australia, so I knew he was going to, yeah, play his shots and that's probably what you need to do out there. How do you feel? Do you feel that there'll still be some help for the fast bowlers even tomorrow on the surface? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think speaking to a lot of the guys, it's a lot about the overheads, so um, I think we have to wake up tomorrow morning and, and see what the overheads look like. Some cramps at the end of the day, that's always a good thing when you've been batting? Yeah, yeah, no, it's not ideal, um, but yeah, you always got to work through it and I was pretty lucky at the end of the day. It was pretty close, so, yeah, just stuck it through. Where do you see this match right now? Yeah, pretty close. I reckon they're probably just on top. Um, they've got, a, obviously, a pretty quality batting lineup, and, um, yeah, we've got to bowl well tomorrow. Congrats on a wonderful night. Well played. Awesome. Thank you. Well done, Cameron Green. And as we continue the sports update for your local tyre power store uh, for a free tyre safety inspection, by the way, there are over 50 stores across WA when it comes to tyre power. Mitch Marsh uh, made 40 today and he also spoke. He went for a shot that probably wasn't quite there. It was just short, but not short enough from Matt Henry, who bowled very well today for New Zealand. He went to pull it, got a, uh, a top edge and went straight up uh, in the air and the wicketkeeper Tom Blundell came from behind the stumps to take the wicket. This is what Mitch Marsh had to say today. Mitchell Marsh, thanks for joining us. All told, an excellent day's test cricket. Let's start at the end, though. What a moment for Cameron Green, 100 away from home like that in those circumstances. You must be very proud yourself for him. Yeah, very proud. Um, I think we all are. Um, I think probably more so the way he went about his innings today, um, walking at bowlers, being nice and positive. Um, he looked really clear and calm from ball one. So, um, look, it's a fantastic innings for us to get us back in the game and... Um, we're all very happy for him. There were moments when it looked like it might just fade away a wee bit, wickets falling in quick succession, not able to really press home any advantage you were gaining at different points through the course of the afternoon, which sort of reinforces how important it is at number four that he's taken this step today. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we could have easily been 450 at lunch. Um, there was lots of swing, plenty of seam. Um, so the way, firstly, our openers navigated their way through that, navigated their way through that was um, was outstanding. And then, obviously, Greeny to, to bat with pretty much everyone, um, get a couple of little partnerships. We won't necessarily know what's par until we've bowled, I guess, and hopefully there's still enough in it there tomorrow. But um, a fantastic, fantastic innings for a young kid. And you always said you play a big brother role to him as a fellow Western Australian. He used the word pride a lot. Um, just what he's been through already in his young career, making number four to zone, what it's taken him four innings to get there. Yeah, well, I think um, anytime we've had lots of um, extremely talented young kids come in and play for Australia over uh, the course of uh, Australian cricket. Um, so there's always that added bit of pressure externally, but... Um, Greeny's learning his trade at the highest level and um, we saw today how, how good he is. Um, like I said, I think the clarity that he batted with. Um, he's an imposing figure, walking at bowlers just to defend and get them off their lengths. That's the sort of stuff that maybe takes a little bit of time to, I guess, back yourself to do at this level. Um, but today was, um, that's Cameron Green and, uh, gee, how good was it? And just a bit on your knock, Mitch Marsh. The Mitch Marsh counter-attack seems to be a theme uh, for this test summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily see it as a counter-attack. I think it's just the way I play. <laughs> um, and at times when you're 4 for 80, it can look like that. But, yeah, look, um, I've had the same intent for a while now and um, had a little bit of luck. And uh, as everyone who gets 40 says, I would have loved a few more. But um, it was nice to have that little partnership and, I guess, get a little bit of momentum back in our change room with Greeny. Um, but, you know, all in all, that's a pretty great day's test cricket, I thought. And it gives you the opportunity tomorrow to come out and bat again. I mean, get it towards 300, whatever it ends up being. And then you and the rest of the bowling group get a crack on that. You must be quite excited about the proposition. Yeah, I try not to get too excited because I'm probably seventh in line, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, as I said, I mean, hopefully we've got um, probably a little bit below par, but um, there's still going to be plenty in it tomorrow. Um, and, you know, we've seen what our attack can do. So um, a few early ones and we'll see what happens. All right, Mitch, thanks as ever for joining us on SCN Test Cricket. Thanks, gents. Got Adam Collins and Barat Sandarason talking there to our very own Mitch Marsh, who top scored or second top scored to Cameron Green. 103 not out, Cameron Green. And Mitch Marsh making 40 off only 39 balls. He hit six fours and one six. So 30 of his 40 runs came in boundaries. Just in some other news that's breaking, well, it's basically been released just a short time ago that the Peel Thunder Football Club is under the microscope because two of their footballers have been suspended because of inappropriate conduct. Uh, both involved in separate lewd incidents at a pre-season camp, according to the West. Uh, now, Peel Thunder's Jack Eilert, who's 19, has been stood down for the season after making an inappropriate sexual comment towards a female associated with the club at the camp. And it's also been revealed his teammate Michael Selwood, 20 years of age, has also been hit with a one-game suspension after a separate crude incident involving a teammate during the same event. Peel, by the way, held the camp down south over the weekend, last weekend. Uh, in fact, a couple of weekends ago, the 17th and the 18th. Uh, the Peel Thunder Football Club has responded strongly to inappropriate conduct during a recent club camp and taken immediate action to hand down the penalties to the individuals involved. Uh, and the biggest penalty is to Jack Eilert. He's been stood down for the season after making an inappropriate uh, sexual comment towards a female associated with the club 
at the camp, as reported. All right, uh, let's just also look what's coming up on the program. And you can join us on the text machine as well. Uh, 0487 736 736 or the Scarborough Toyota open line, which is 13 12 55. Uh, a couple early, Darren says, Pete, hope uh, Crude Australia realises Sheffield Shield is still the best place to gain form. Well, Cameron Green has made a, a plethora of runs at Sheffield Shield cricket. That's where he's learnt the art of competitive cricket at a very high level on the back end of WA success over the last uh, three summers. And uh, now he's taken to the next level. I agree with you. Uh, But it's not any compensation for Cameron Bancroft, who, as we know, has made a lot of runs in Sheffield Shield cricket, yet hasn't been able to break back into the Australian cricket team. Lisa Ellenbrook says, Hi, Pete and team. In your opinion, would you be in favour of on the AFL bringing in the best of three grand final. Definitely not for me and definitely not for me, Lise, as well. I, I don't think it makes any sense. Um, best of three, you know, it's such a, a physical game. It's played over an extended period of time. You'd probably have to play it over two weeks, uh, a best of three grand final. So you play a Saturday. Then when do you play the second game when they're looking at five or six-day breaks? then maybe you play it on a Friday night game two. And if required, when do you play game three? If you're looking at a five, the following weekend. So it could almost take in three weekends to play a three, best of three uh, grand final. And also the wear and tear after a long, arduous season will make it very, very difficult. And it may detract, actually, from the spectacle of a grand final because of that fatigue and that wear and tear. Some players may struggle if they've got to play more than just the one game. As we know, some players just get up for the grand final, taking all these niggling injuries into the season decider and uh, then confess uh, it was hard going because of those niggling injuries. So I agree with you, Lise. So don't worry about that. Coming up shortly, uh, a special here on uh, Sports Day WA on this Thursday night. There's a lot of people that follow the Formula One season. And the Drive to Survive series has brought in a whole new generation of sports lovers that are invested in Formula One. We've been captivated by the likes of Daniel Ricciardo here from Western Australia and his story. Before that, from Australian perspective, there was Mark Webber and now there's Oscar Piastri. I invited a short time ago before he flew out to Bahrain because this weekend is the first of the F1 Grand Prix uh, ahead of the 2024 season. His name is Kim Illman. He's a local. Uh, I first met him in the media many, many years ago. He's the guy that developed a a very successful business called Messages on Hold, and you may have heard of that. Remember behind the goals at Subiaco Oval with all the ambush marketing where people used to hold up Messages on Hold signs? And in the end, they had to try and clamp down on it because it was they were being shown, televised, around the country. And he used to employ these young people to smuggle these signs in, basically, and uh, try and get some exposure on TV. It was called ambush marketing. Well, Kim Illman has gone on from that. He's now the first accredited Formula One photographer slash journalist. He does both. You may have followed him on social media. He's got his own YouTube channel. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a chat with him. I spoke to him, as I said, a few days ago before he flew out to Bahrain for the F1 Grand Prix. He gets up close and personal with the F1 drivers. 
with the people that are pivotal in the uh, Formula One scene. It's it's a huge, huge uh, operation, Formula One. So very shortly, I'll feature, it's a two-part interview with Kim Ullman about Formula One. Get his predictions, get his thoughts also on the circuits, and he's been doing it since 2017. I hope you find it engaging. I certainly did. And uh, we'll feature that as we build up to the start of the Formula One season. And as we know, it's heading down under to uh, Melbourne as well. We'll take a break uh, and we'll come back with part one of that interview on the break here on Sports Day WA.